0: Hey, what's going on? where they go to 11? It's Matt. And I am Pokey. So, we're back again, and this time because we were in away for a while, and we've been listening to a lot of different things, and we figured, why not? You know what? Let's come back. Let's talk about what we've been listening to. It's not necessarily a top 11 list, but it's, you know, what we've been listening to, what we've been finding interesting, and uh, maybe... Just maybe, if you're extra good at the end of this, we're gonna throw in a little special thing, because there's a Pokey lot. He diff- hired
1: a joke writer.
0: No, what? I oh, don't know. You said special things, so I figured I could start. No, the if we were talking about special writer. things, you'd be at the top of the list because you're really special. See that? No, but what we're talking about is uh, the way that we actually listen to music, and we'll get more into that later on. But to uh, to get right into it. I know I've been listening to a lot and I know that well what have you been listening to because you don't like rock and roll anymore. No,
1: let's get this straight. You don't, you tell me that you don't. Let's get this get. straight. It's not that I don't like rock and roll anymore. I don't like much new rock. Let me let me just start with much because there are some stuff there is some stuff that I do like. Okay. Like for instance Take the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters continuously evolve. They continue to put out new, fresh stuff. I mm-hmm. like it. But take all these other bands who are trying to imitate others. You know, take Seether, who's trying to imitate Nirvana. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can that. only take. Yeah, I can only take take Nickelback. Who, who you love Nickelback? I do not.
0: You love Nickelback? No, I do not. You want some Chad Kroger all up in and
1: around your mouth. Anyway. Around your beard hole. Anyway, the point of the matter is, is that there's not much out there. And I find rock radio in this area, and we say it all the time, quite depressing when I could turn on the classic rock station and what's supposed to be the rock station of this area and hear the same song by Boston at the same time. I will not disagree with you. Or or the classic rock station playing Led Zeppelin at 7.30 when they're going to play a whole hour of Led Zeppelin starting at 8. And this is
0: where I can agree with you, but... This is why I'm tired of it. Well, no, then this is where we get into how we listen to music later on. Because if you know what to look for and know how to look for it, you will be able to find things that you never thought possible. Because that's what I've done and it's worked out amazingly. You know what? Pokey ain't
1: got time for that. Then you can't say that you really have tried. Anyway. Uh, so, so so let's just clarify. It's not that I don't like rock music. It's not that I gave up on rock music. Rock music has given up on the world. Let's say it like that. That is Pokey's take on it. As a result... Pokey's been living Okay, Pokey's been listening to a lot of country music But he's also living in the nostalgic era Did I say error? Yeah, era To error era. To error is human I've been living in this nostalgic era of rock When things were great So that, that is that is where I stand Okay So if you stand there, I
0: can definitely say that I am trying to stay on the up and up with all things rock and roll. You're trying to hammer that nail out of the coffin. No, not hammer the nail out of the coffin. I'm trying to keep the dirt out of the grave. Okay. Because I'm not the one sitting in the box. I'm trying to prevent people from shoveling dirt on it when it doesn't need to have it shoveled on it because it's not dead. You don't realize that. you. Everybody just assumes that because all these bands that everybody grew up with. And think about it. This is probably one of the first times in rock history that you see a true change of the guard. Because no longer are your ACDCs and your Van Halens and your Metallicas the biggest thing on the planet. You know, when... It's. I'm not saying that it is. I'm saying we're we're looking for the change of the guard. That's what it is, and it's th- not happening. Well, it's going to happen. There's not really been a true turnover here because there's nobody because Nirvana was doing that hands on, like hands down, they were doing it. But then all of a sudden Kurt Cobain dies, and then that kind of goes by the wayside. But, but you know, then you in, a- in terms of all things genre related like just the broad spectrum of rock not saying like you know hair metals dying out to you know Guns N' Roses or Nirvana or things like that but but there was always something that,
1: that was right there to take on the change there was something yes to step the, the up and thing take the that, here's the thing the thing that killed it took it's place and was still rock and the thing that killed that took it's place and so on till I don't know The whole rap rock movement became dead in like, I don't know, say mid 2000s.
0: You know, I think that we're getting to the point where, yes, we don't kind of see that because I think we're getting older and we're still getting in the mindset of, you know, everybody else that kind of came before us where we're living, where we were. But if you think about it from like somebody who's younger's perspective, people who let's take Papa Roach. They're a perfect example their new, their their latest album I, I've said it a lot of times it's very hard to get into if you're older because you knew Papa Roach when they first came out and there I was, hated
1: them when they first came out you, you're
0: fucking weird but when they first came out it was very you know in your face rap rock you know very edgy and there was no digital programming to it at all this one is full of it and so was the last one but you know what? Maybe we have to accept just as the way of you know hair metal dying out to like grunge. Maybe we have to learn to accept no, that. Hair the metal digital...
1: died out to Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. I would Guns say Guns N'
0: Roses. To, but there was no there was no other band like Guns N' Roses. Then came Grunge. 90 what
1: was it, 91? 91, 92. Right. Yeah, as Guns N' Roses like imploded,
0: right? Because Guns N' Roses couldn't sustain itself. The egos got too big, and that was it.
1: Yeah, so they killed off the hair metal era, and, and
0: then they killed themselves off, and then grunge took over. And grunge was the next big thing until I
1: don't know. I, I'd say I'd say grunge. Everybody says that's Kurt Cobain dying that put grunge in the ground. I, I actually think that grunge went to the wayside. Probably around 96.
0: But still, there was always something that we saw that was taking it over. Then it was like Nu Metal and Rap Rock and things like that. That all kind of took over. And then it kind of became, because everything started to become more accessible, it all kind of melded together. And now there's no real separation of anything anymore, unless you go by the heaviness of everything now. It's either, you know, just pop rock, rock, Metal, then you could, or, you could, yeah, you could break it down into all those sub genres. By the way, but, that
1: was Swedish death metal for those of you who don't know,
0: but you could always break it down into something like that. But that's the point is that you know, there were so many crossover things like alternative now, which is completely off the map somewhere. Like you used to consider the Smashing Pumpkins alternative, you know, any there was a lot of cool. Mellow no, never, rock. music. I
1: never considered Smashing Pumpkins alternative. I did. I considered them grunge. No, they weren't grunge. I considered them grunge, but there was always, you know,
0: there's a there's just a giant meld that's going on right now. Like you could break down like metal into all the like the metal subgenres, but it's I, still I all metal. Say, but I it's not say, like it was
1: in the past. You know, I will say how like certain pop, how pop is trying so hard, but yet it's not quite bringing like you just I'm sorry, it still pop. Alright. So let's do this. Because we're getting off track, let's
0: just jump back into it. So let's start out with you and what you've been listening to. So
1: obviously I've been listening to country. Yes, you've been
0: saying that. We get so, that
1: So but actually you know it's funny because obviously we're in February. Mm-hmm. So Christmas was two months ago and I actually came to a point where I said to myself I bought too many movies and I bought too many t-shirts and I still had some money left on gift cards so I went to iTunes and I went crazy on a 36 song iTunes binge. But I actually have to say there are, as I said, I'm in country now but I've also lived in that nostalgic era of rock so in that was, you know, some good charlotte, some blink-182, some rage against the machine. But then also the newer country stuff. Um I know you know Zach Brown band from the one song that they that actually, you'll actually did. Listen yes <laughs> from from Heavy. Is that the name of Heavy is
0: well, um yeah, it's Heavy's the head that wears the crown.
1: Yeah. Something like that. With Chris Cornell. Yep. And that is off of their album Jekyll and Hyde Yep And the thing I liked about that album Is that There's something for everybody There's something that
0: It was weird
1: I'll It was It was a I don't want to say it's a concept album But pretty much what it is It is Pretty much what he did Is that he went Said to himself Hey what do I Exactly what we're doing now What have I been listening to And it's what he was listening to on the road And he decided to take Something from everything and kind of put it in there.
0: Yeah, I you know, I I admire the fact that he does that, but I can see him trying to do the crossover thing with Chris Cornell and it worked well. I like it. All
1: right. You and know you know who Mumford and Sons is, right? Vaguely.
0: All right. But hang on, before you even go there, with this album, what bothered me so much with it, and I I was like, you know what? Let me go and listen. Let me go and see if there's anything else on this, because I really do like the Chris Cornell song. But when you start getting into it, I mean, there's... It's country. But then there's... Correct me if I'm wrong. There's, like, a song on there that sounds like it's from the 50s and it
1: belongs in an elevator.
0: Yeah. What the hell
1: was he thinking? Again, he went off of his... Like, what he was... But you know what? Like I said, I don't, I don't know. You said you haven't really heard of Mumford & Sons, but there's a song on there that kind of reminds me of their style of music called Beautiful Drug. And that was one of the songs that I purchased on there, and I love the song. It's a really catchy song. I don't know if you remember names of it or you just went through. No, next, next, country, yeah, pretty next. Much. Got, yeah. I got
0: I got the 10-second clips, and I'm like, nope.
1: Yeah, nope. See, that's one of those things that you actually have to listen to. See, so this is where I say that you should pause and take a listen. Yeah. So, that, that was one of the songs I did. I mean, and I'm, I'm just going to name two, and then I'll let you get into to two, and we'll go back and forth. Okay. The other one I'm, like, highly impressed with. I even posted it on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And it's a song by Eric Church called Mr. Misunderstood. And... I know your I know your whole take on country and everything like that, but I think this is a song that if you listen lyrically, it can appeal to anybody who's interested in music. You know, for for the kid that, that's young and, and wants to play music, or for the kids I don't even do you want to call ourselves kids? No, we're not kids anymore. We're not hip
0: we are not the we are not the trendy people inside of hot topic anymore
1: so for the <laughs> for the adults of us who remember how we grew up and what we faced and what led us to want to play music or do podcasts and stuff like that i think that this song fits it perfectly
0: so you're going with songs that you've so you're picking songs you're
1: picking albums okay yeah. Well the thing is that mr. misunderstood is actually the title track from the album okay now I haven't listened to the whole album I just got that song and blown away by it okay and I don't know if you watched that video I know that you out there in radio land have listened or should I say podcast land Crickets. I know those of you out there in Crickets. podcast land have listened I actually know Joel has listened because Joel sent me feedback only you and Joel listen to country. No, it's not he actually listens to a little bit of everything. It's actually Joel lives
0: in the Midwest, so it's acceptable for him to listen to country. You you live in urban New Jersey.
1: Thank you. So (laughs) name two songs. Name two songs that you have recently been digging. Well, not I'm not gonna go with songs. Okay. But I'm gonna go
0: off of the two things that you started with. Okay. You said you went on a spending spree, first and foremost.
1: Yeah. Okay. Which, which, mind you, I haven't bought iTunes Music since like 2012 or 2013 when Rammstein released the single Mindland. And they so, still haven't put out a new album. Which they're spending like the next two years working on. Right.
0: So, you went on a spending spree. So, you did it wrong first and foremost because you went on a spending spree the reason i say that
1: i gave money to itunes well, no, who you... who
0: like to put us on their podcast okay well no hang on you did it wrong because the foo fighters they put out an album f- for free a free ep yes that you could have went to their site and downloaded for free yep you don't have to spend any money and it's good it's the foo fighters mhm and the the main reason why i like this is because when They were writing this and, you know, I didn't even expect anything to come out because they put out Sonic Highways and then they were just, you know, they were doing so much with the documentary for it. Like, okay, they don't have time to write music right now. It's fine. But they put out St. Cecilia and it was right around the time of the parish tragedy with uh, the Eagles of Death Metal. And it was a celebration of life and music is what they were calling it. And there's this whole backstory behind it on their website. Dave Grohl put up a, uh, a note about the whole thing because they were going to you know, sell it, but they gave it away for free and you could do donations on their site to go towards the Paris victim. So it was really cool. And the music on it, it's the Foo Fighters. It's just you know, great music overall. You can't argue with it. Um, but the next album that I'm going to touch on and the last time we talked about this, I don't remember if this album was out or not. But I'm going to go ahead and talk about it anyway because I have been listening to it. I've been going through it again because a lot of people gave it crap when it came out because it wasn't what they were in their previous albums. The previous two albums, excluding their covers albums, were hard rock, heavy like heavy music. Are you going to go
1: with like St. Anger? No. St. Anger. I don't know. You said that people rip on it. Other than oh. their cover albums, they never. I know did. we. T- I know we've. I know we've talked album. about. I know we've talked about how. Brain fart. <laughs> Come on. Like I know we've mentioned Saint Anger on this podcast a number of times. Why would
0: I bring Saint Anger up in this conversation?
1: Oh no, you said you went back and you gave it another listen. Right. Okay. So so but, you guys see where I'm coming from here. Okay. You went back, you gave it another listen. Albums heavy, with you the exception are... of
0: the cover. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. Okay, let me People misjudging it. I no. mean it wasn't Chinese let democracy.
0: Me... Okay, let me let me continue and I'll get there. The album came out in 2015. And they got a lot of criticism for it because it wasn't what everybody expected. Everybody was expecting another heavy album out of them. But you can tell where they came from because it was done in Nashville. So they had a little bit of the country thing going on on a few tracks. But the whole concept behind the album was that they wanted to kind of do a tribute to everything that they were and in that aspect it worked out really well so I've gone back there are a lot of there, not a lot there are a few songs that I'm just like what the fuck are you thinking this is terrible <laughs> but then for the most part the rest of the album is actually pretty good Hailstorm's latest one Into the Wildlife it is it's got it's you know in my mind it's got it's moments you know really good ones like I am the fire sick individual um what is the other one? Apocalyptic. Um, Dear Daughter is another one, but that one's not heavy. It's, you know, Lizzie Hale on a piano, and it, it's really good. You can get into Amen. Um, that's got a little bit of the country twang to it, but it's it's still a good song. Mayhem is a really good one, but uh, what else? I like it heavy. That's another really good one. That reminds me of so many other songs, but it's such a good song. It fits in the groove. Like if you if you listen to it, you'll understand what I'm saying. But then there's some other ones, um, like unapologetic. It's meh. What sober couldn't say is meh. It's just they have a they have a lot of good moments, but then the album because it's not heavy and it's grossly misconstrued because most people don't take the time to understand what is actually up with this, that they get lost in it. And it's like, you know what? I'm not going to give it a chance because it's not the strange case of which was heavy as hell. And it was amazing. And their debut, you didn't know what to expect. So now you have this third album where it's supposed to be their defining album, but they did it as a tribute to who they were. So I think it was great in that aspect. And I'm glad that they did what they wanted to do and they didn't conform, quote-unquote, to uh, to what everybody expected of them. They did what they wanted. They did it for the fans, and they knew what they wanted because, you know, it, it, like I said, it got good reception, but still there were a lot of people that were like, eh, I don't know. What are they doing? Are they falling off? But I don't know. I liked it. So, again- so it wasn't St. Anger. <laughs>
1: But, but you see where, where my where my mind was going. Yeah, to garbage music. Well, you know, I, I thought that, that we were... Well, I shouldn't say what, I thought that we were on the same conclusion about St. Anger, but... St. Anger had its moments, but... It definitely needs to be redone. St. Anger was
0: a, tr- a travesty of trying proportions. Okay. They tried way too hard. Let's sound like we're not Metallica. So, you have all this money and all these ideas, and the best that you could come up with is a tin garbage can for a drum <laughs> and raw vocals, which in turn you then go shoot a probably half a million dollar music video for in a prison. It doesn't work. You tried way too hard and you failed at it.
1: Here's the thing. Let's, you
0: know what, forget Sanger. No, no, neither one of us is listening to that right now. Let's move on. Yeah,
1: you know, we can say that for a different topic. Next. So it's, like I said, I haven't bought complete albums. I bought songs, although three of the songs I purchased came off of the same album. Um, three of the songs I've actually been really digging, and they are by Brad Paisley, and they're off his album "Moonshine in the Trunk." I, I know. Uh, go ahead. I'm I'm pausing for your I'm pausing for your uh, reaction.
0: Uh, it's nothing that no stereotype hasn't said before about country music. It's uh, I I can't I can't even. So, I, I'm I'm a I'm a. A typical girl in high school. I can't even right now. Wow.
1: Well, if, if only we had video here to, to watch that reaction. Just go talk about moonshine and your sister in a trunk. So did three songs well off of that album. I thought you were going to say a threesome off the album. No. <laughs> um, songs I got off of that were Country Nation, which is actually pretty cool. Um, I like the references to pretty much the colleges in the in the country. If you listen to the course, it's it's pretty cool. Like it's designed for. It's pretty much designed for for college beer drinking,
0: no, or college
1: moonshine drinking, no. But it's it's just cool, you know. We're volunteers. We're you know, it just goes on. It's like every friggin' popular football team. The mascot, you know.
0: All right, so they're trying to. Get their song for the BCS Is what you're saying
1: You have to listen to the song <laughs> Um And actually it was cool When they did a performance of it They literally had all the fucking mascots in the background Like I said it doesn't it surprise me It was cool me. as hell Um The other song called Crushing It Which I love especially, especially the line in there Like the great George freaking straight I'm the king of getting unwound Love it absolutely love the song and I know I've talked about this song in the past but the song Riverbank which features Twiggy the water skiing squirrel in the music video
0: it sounds like a lot of gimmicks
1: no well that's the music video but it doesn't matter it's a lot of gimmick no but you have to listen to the songs Country Nation's pretty cool Crushing It's pretty good Riverbank's pretty good Again, you're 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 coming off of this and and you're like the 10 second. Okay, it's country. 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 You, you got to give it a chance. I can't give
0: twang a chance. There's I can't. Plus all the songs I told you, we've talked about this in other podcasts. The songs are about pickup trucks, moonshine or any alcohol for that matter. Uh some little little girl. That you met down at the bar, or you know, just in general partying. How is that different than any pop music? It's not. It's just got a southern twang
1: to it, which makes it. It some- is different. No, it makes it actually. I know no. a song. No, no, There's no, no, a song. There's a song on here that I did that you would actually appreciate. Well, that's not on? about. That's not about. Everything you're saying, go on. Even though, okay, you know what? I can't say it because we just talk about pickup truck. Thank you, but still, if you listen to the first verse, you'll you'd understand. Go. What song is it? It's called "I Hold On" by Dirks Bentley. Uh, Okay,
0: what makes this so special?
1: Just. The the one thing that I think you would enjoy is the way that he pretty much describes his guitar. I know you're a guitar man. Mm-hmm. I know there are several around the studio, but just the way that he that he describes his guitar and the relationship he has with his guitar. How people pretty much say that, oh, it's all banged up, it's all beat up, it's this, it's that, but yet that's what makes it sound okay. So unique. So like I I know you would appreciate that little. Okay. Uh, he, 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 maybe just because it's about a guitar all right but it's about not letting go of the things that matter the most hence I hold on okay so that's another one that's on there on my list so I guess I don't have to talk about that <laughs> there are there are other songs that downloaded by by Dirk Bentley which fit your other mold uh-huh exactly all right so. And I'll talk about those next. We, all right. While you're
0: finding your other songs about pickup trucks and such, <laughs> I'll get into some other music that I've been listening to. Go for it. All right. So I just bought this the other day because I really enjoyed the first album. And these guys are phenomenal live. If you haven't heard, and I, I'm i actually going to go into your your truck vibe a little here. Monster Truck, the name of the band. The new album is sitting heavy. And Was it Monster
1: Truck that like super group?
0: No. 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 These guys are oh, I on remember. The I remember second, this from our new music. Second album out of Canada. And uh, Canada. it is it is Canadian Southern Rock
1: at its finest. I see, it's it's weird. I think back to to the new music thing. This was like one of the I think this was actually new music you had on there. I'm like, holy shit, there's actually new rock music. This is phenomenal there.
0: I mean, I can't say enough about the band. They are, if you took like Leonard Skinnerd, if you had all of the original members in their prime and you adapted them to a heavier environment for, you know, modern day, this is what it would be. They are amazing. I've seen them live. It was one of the best concerts in recent memory. They're that good live. And you don't have to know every one of their songs to get into it. You know, it's just got a great groove to it. They're actually super nice guys. And uh, I can't say enough about that album. To throw you into a few tracks on it, um, Don't Tell Me How to Live is one of the brand new ones. For the People, uh, Another Man's Shoes is really good too. Enforcer" is really good. I haven't gotten through the whole thing yet. But uh, those are definitely some of the tracks to listen to. And now... I'm going to throw you... Actually, no, you know what? I'll wait to throw you the curveball for later.
1: I'll give you another one that I've been listening to. This one... Wow, we're like building... You know, if we had commercials in this, this would, be, <laughs> this would be the insert of a commercial. No, there's no I'm going to wait here. to throw you the curveball
0: after these messages. Oh, no. You're going to wait on this because I've got at least another two albums to talk about before that. So, the next one is easily my biggest surprise of uh, last year if you're saying that there's nothing new to listen to, when we're done with this podcast, you are listening to this the name of the band is called Highly Suspect Mr. Asylum is the album name and from front to back, this is a complete trip of rock and roll proportions, I mean it is that good, now to get into tracks on this thing Um, everything. There's not one bad track on this thing. There's not even a way to compare this to anything. If I had even put this close to anything, if you take the black keys, you take, uh, I'd say maybe a little bit of Dave Matthews, um, and just this new vintage sound that you haven't bothered to figure out yet. But this new vintage sound that's going around um it is just so so good and they got it just right and this is their debut so whatever they follow up with it's gonna be amazing you hope I I, I know so because if you, you put hope. if you craft something this good and you don't follow it up you're a fluke. But with uh,
1: how many times have oh. you how many times have you heard bands who put out this great album were one and done? I'm not talking about one hit wonders, but okay. they put out the, the first album. oh my God it's the most amazing thing they put out the second album. No th- when I tell you
0: it's crafted, think about and this is gonna be a really weird comparison, but I think it works in this case. Take major beers that you know. And compare them to small craft beers. This is a small craft beer. Somebody actually took the time to sit down and create these sounds on this thing that nobody else has. Somebody put the time and they put the effort in and brewed a hell of an album. Instead of your, you know, okay, great debut album, but it sounds like Budweiser. Not knocking Budweiser. Budweiser. I hate Budweiser. Okay, but I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying people people like it, people drink it, but compared to like a small craft brew, you know they didn't take the time to put in that that small craft brew took. The best way to describe this thing is, and I don't say this very often because I've never quite understood the comparison, but it's hauntingly beautiful. That's the best way to put it. Okay. Go listen to it. You know what? Go spend another dollar twenty nine. I'll give you you know what spend whatever one twenty nine times two is gonna feel like doing the math. (laughs) Go go buy two fifty eight? Whatever. Close enough. Go buy Lydia and Bloodfeather. Okay? Go buy those. So
1: those are my two. Now what's next on So I left off at Dirk's Bentley. And, and that song that I told you, you know, just, I, I know you would appreciate the way he describes his guitar. I know, I know that if, if given the chance, you could sit there and say, yeah, I might describe a guitar similarly.
0: Okay. So it's one verse of one song that I might enjoy.
1: But then I, I go back to your whole thing that you were saying about country music and, and the pickup trucks and all that stuff. And I go with two other Dirk Bentley songs and it reminds me, I should have gotten another one on top of it. What well, pickup trucker song?
0: Oh, well another song of his, but
1: but <laughs> but your typical as you like to call it your country your stereotypical country song in your in your eyes. And I can see why you say it. But uh two songs. One's called five one five oh. Oh god, really? You're kidding me. No.
0: Wait, 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 wait. So they're blatantly ripping off Van Halen is what you're telling me. No. Yuck.
1: Come you on, man! To, no, you have to. You you can't say until you hear until you hear the song. I don't care. You don't name a song fifty one fifty. It's five one five zero. Oh. I'm telling you.
0: Is it dashes in between the numbers? Yes, it is. Still, you don't put those numbers together, man. That's synonymous with Van Halen. If you listen to the
1: course, you'll know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about.
0: I don't care what the fuck you're talking about because that's all, that's just like you asking to get the number thirteen tattooed on you and you don't understand what it means. That's the same exact thing. Come on. There's certain numbers you just don't play with. Like Van Halen, 5150. You don't play with Rush in 2112. You don't play with certain numbers.
1: Come on. It's one of those things, like I said, it's what you would describe as your, your typical, your stereotypical country song.
0: So I'm guessing there's some banjos and slide guitars and twang all over the place.
1: Yeah, about a girl. And how the girl drives him crazy. Going crazy thinking about her. Until so he has a first class seat up on Ozzy's train. And you expect me to be okay with this? This wasn't, are you okay with Come it? Come on. Anyway. So let's, let's
0: just continue to rip off rock and roll because we can't be rock and roll. No.
1: So the other Dirk Bentley song I have was What Was I Thinking?
0: Yeah, what were they thinking?
1: No, great song. And and the cool thing is here is that, you know, I mentioned I Hold On. That came off an album from 2014, his album Riser, which, again, like I said, talking about you mentioned the whole stereotypical mold of country and all that stuff. reminds me, I need to get the other song off of Riser called Drunk on a Plane, which... Coincidentally enough, he's actually a pilot, but it has nothing to do with him flying a plane. He took flying lessons after the album went. Okay. He took flying lessons after the album so. Um, but yeah, for instance, what was I thinking? That came out. That was off his self-titled album. Which let me see. When did that come out? I see. This is where I got to go to iTunes.
0: Was it sometime in the last five years? No. Wow, look at you getting into some old country music.
1: Yeah, let's see. This came out. And if I'm
0: correct in this statement, country music wasn't really big before 2010.
1: Nope. This Man, came out in tr- 2003.
0: You are trying to go
1: old school. Look at you. This came out in 2003. Next thing you're gonna be
0: doing is getting dressed up in all black and calling yourself Mr. Jackson. Wow. No, Johnny Cash was too easy of a reference. Alan Jackson's a little bit more obscure, so it sounds like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fucking country music.
1: So that came out in two thousand three. And if I'm not mis- like I said, Riser came out in two thousand fourteen, so that had Drunk with a Plane and or Drunk on a Plane and God, I'm drawing fucking blanks tonight. What the hell is wrong with me? Man.
0: You got your head in the clouds, your feet in the bed of my new pickup truck.
1: And I hold on. Uh, That's the other (laughs) one that came off of, off of Riser. But uh, the other one I mentioned that you're sitting here going on a whole tangent about with you don't mess with numbers and blah, 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 blah. Wah, 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 wah.
0: You're just mad because your music has no staples like that
1: 5150 that came out in let's see when did that come out 2012 so 2012 2014 2003 so but right. like I said I have to I have to go in and download drunk on a plane all right, well, you go download Drunk on a Plane. I'm going to talk about some
0: rock and roll music for the people. So there was a lot of things about music last year that kind of threw me for a loop. Um, first and foremost, Chris Cornell did a lot of stuff last year. And coming off of Soundgarden and uh, I was about Animal, to
1: say, I'm, I'm still lost on Chris Cornell. Well,
0: hang on with the, him coming off of six, uh, a successful album in King Animal, you know, they reunited after so many years, put out new music, and it was actually good. I can't complain about it. But, what, supro- what surprised me the most was that he put out a solo album called Higher Truth. Now, instantaneously, when you start thinking solo album, it's like, alright, I don't want to work with the guys anymore, but I want to kind of have the same sound, and, He went completely off the charts in a different direction. I'm not talking like the travesty that Scream was, because that album is another one of those albums that needs to get buried and never played ever again by anybody. (laughs) Do you know anything about that? Uh, I remember. I remember hearing songs off of it. Yeah, it was where he uh, decided, I'm going to try to go hip hop. I know. Him smashing the guitar on the cover, but anyway... Uh, He comes back with this one. And this one is more folk than anything else. And it is a very interesting mix of music. And it is probably one of the best solo albums I've ever heard. It is not new sounding at all. But what it kind of brings me back to and one of the songs that just keeps playing over and over in my mind that i was obsessed with in the 90s and it just gives like great vibe a great like 90s light rock vibe if you've ever heard and you probably gonna have to go look this one up it's martin page in the house of stone and light the for some reason the title captivated me as a kid and i love the song but I keep going back to that one particular song when I listen to this entire album, and uh, it's just so good from front to back. There's not there's not very many things that I can say about it other than it's just so good, and you need to hear it. Um, he, you can tell he took the time he put in the miles to to write this stuff. It's not just you know I'm gonna come out with a solo disc for the sake of coming out with a solo disc. Um, I mean the the opening track is the best track on the album nearly uh nearly forgot my broken heart but um going through like the first three or four tracks just completely captivated me dead wishes worried moon and before we disappear just so so good um so that's another one that I've been listening to a lot the next one that I'm going to throw out there is The best album of last year, in my opinion. And you're going to give me looks like what the hell are you talking about? I'm already giving you those looks. Oh, you have you heard Chris Cornell?
1: I I have no. I I thought that you were saying that was the best album from last year. No,
0: no, 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 no. Okay, that's the next one is the best album from last year. Okay, that's, that's why I'm giving you the looks. Okay. This album shouldn't have even had been made. The band completely broken up. The Wait, is this, is this the uh, curveball? No. I'm still saving that one. I'm going to put that and one other thing together at the end. This album shouldn't have even been made. Okay? The band completely broke up. They were suing each other over different things. And it turned out that the lead singer actually sued for the rights to the name of the band because technically the band was named after him and he won the rights. And in my opinion, the lead singer is the most important piece of a band if you're going to keep the band together because at least they will somewhat sound the same. And it did. So he got four other musicians behind him to put this album together. And it is the best they've ever sounded, the most complete album they've ever put together, and every song on this album plays off of each other so well. Some people say that it's generic sounding, but I don't think so. And I've always thought they were generic in the past. This album is Breaking Benjamin's Dark Before Dawn. Okay. You're rolling your eyes at me. Yep. Why?
1: You know, it's something that if you're telling me it's... it's... I don't know, I I couldn't stand them back with their other stuff, but you're telling me it's more complete and that now there's, like, something else that's there. I mean, I'm sorry, back in the day, Breaking Benjamin was just that. (sighs) Like, like that's how I felt.
0: The reason why I think this is a more complete album is you know with the other albums they put together yeah they had experience in music but now he's been in the industry for a while the lead singer uh Benjamin Burnley so you could see where breaking benjamin comes from um but he's got four other seasoned musicians behind him granted it's not like the like a solo shred fest cuz breaking benjamin was never a solo shred fest no it's not meant to be but for what the band is what they went through, the fact the album shouldn't have been made and it got put out and it got put out with the quality that it got put out with, I say it's the best album of last year. Um, If you need, if you want some tracks, Failure, Angels Fall. Um, I actually
1: heard that song, Failure. It's a good song. It is a good song. Bury Me Alive. Again, this was this was back when I was trying to sit there and... Try to listen to rock radio in this area, which is very difficult, but I heard the song Failure. Um,
0: Ashes of Eden is a very different song, but I like it. But like I said, the whole album is just so good, in my opinion, that uh, if you haven't heard it yet and you want something new to listen to, that is it, hands down. All right, so I've gone over two more. What have you got next?
1: Uh, let's see. Should I should I keep sticking? Should I go with like the throwback rock that I that I put on here? How many more do you have?
0: Let's put it that way. Dude, I, I said I went through like 36. All right, we're not going through 36 songs. All right. I'm going albums, you're going songs.
1: Yeah. So so how about I just go with my Living in the What would a I... Living in the reminiscent era of of rock to me. All right. So stuff that I remember being a high schooler listening to.
0: Mm-hmm. Go on. So, so what, what were you we listening to?
1: All right. So stuff I didn't have on here. I've had stuff from The Offspring. I've had stuff off the album Americana. Okay. But I didn't have Have You Ever, which is an awesome fucking song off that album. Which album was it again? Americana. Oh yeah. Have you ever is such a great song, and for some strange reason I didn't have it on here. Um I also did three from Blink 182. Um everybody knows damn it. I didn't have that yep. I didn't have any Blink 182 on my iPod. Now iPhone. And you're a child of the nineties somehow? I know. It was kind of it was kind of like weird. But everybody knows Damn It. That's now on here. Um, some people know Down. Some don't. Mm-hmm. But Down is on here now. It's actually a pretty good song. But then there's my favorite Blink-182 song, which is Adam's song. You like that depressing song? I love that depressing song. I don't know why. I, I thought it was great. It was something that was different for them. It was something... Hell, in that era or that time period, like that year or two, give or take, mm-hmm. that that came out, you had all a bunch of depressing songs. Right. You but You had I, Papa Roach.
0: Okay, hang on. For the fact that Blink-182 was as pop punk as they were, you can't even compare them to Papa Roach because Papa Roach's first song was about committing suicide.
1: And Blink again. 182
0: was never that.
1: Yeah. So they do was the song. It, was but it they that, do that on Enema of the State? Uh, no, it was the album
0: after. Okay, so you had Enema of the State, and then you have the next, whatever the next album was. Was it uh, not Take Your Pants Off and Jacket? No. What was the one after that?
1: Uh, give me a second here. I know the cover. It might. It might be a different different album. No, Adam's song was on Enema of the State. Was it? Yeah.
0: Okay. Don't confuse me. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so it's thrown in that album with like What's My Age Again, all the small things, these are really happy songs. Yeah. Granted, the the topics are kind of fucked up at times, and it's on an album but, but with a porn star on the cover. So it's really had a place for Blink 182.
1: But that's the thing though. It's something that's different. It's exploring outside of what you're normally what you're normally are. So you want to talk about like pop punk going off the wall and like what the fuck, where did this come from and being successful? Look at Green Day and Time of Your Life. Let me tell you something. When I first heard that song and when I first saw the music video for that song, I thought Green Day broke up. I thought that was the end of Green Day. Okay. That's not a normal thought. Did you ever see the video? Yeah. The video made me think that's it. Green Day broke up. But again, you're talking about a pop punk band doing something from like dookie and insomnia then you go to nimrod and you get time your life off of nimrod in an album of songs that are completely different to it so here you have blink-182 with enema of the state and all these how would you describe the songs again Extremely fucked up lyrical meanings, but they're happy sounding songs. And then you do Adam's song, which is actually a tribute. I don't remember it's a tribute to a friend of theirs who committed suicide, or a tribute yeah, to. I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: but I mean, Green Day, but doing Good Riddance wasn't actually all out of place in comparison to Adam's song. Blink, think about how Blink 182's attitude was you know, on stage and things like that. They're always, like, super upbeat, super up-tempo. I know. Green I've Day seen them in a concert. Day, if, you had to, if you had to put them, like, side by side, I would say Green Day is the more artistic of the two. And I think Time of Your now, Life... I think Time of Your Life was a little bit more of an artistic
1: take, expression than Adam's If song. you take Green Day at their third album and you match them up with Blink-182 at their third album, Enema of the State... You'd sit there and say, okay, yeah, they're on the same level. Now, you're looking at Green Day post Nimrod, post, what album came after that? What, after Nimrod? Yeah, I think it was uh, Nimrod and then- uh... Was it Warning? Yeah. Post Nimrod, post Warning, and then you get into like their masterpiece- Right, but Green Day, like I said, and and it's at their mass, it's at their masterpiece that you can sit there and say, "Wow, they they really are." Yeah, but they were
0: trending on the more artistic side anyway. Yeah, they you know jumped around on stage and you know beat the shit out of their instruments and things like that. But but again, Green going Day, third, these-
1: third, 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 third. Like let's draw the exact time frame. Third album, third album, eh. I still see. I still see
0: differences. And then, then you you only
1: you only come up to to Green Day being the more artistic level at the point that American Idiot comes out. What? That's when you see Green Day as the more artistic level, and that's album number seven. I
0: th- I still think Green Day still crafted better. Like look at Dookie. That whole album is a classic album, and you would revere that more than
1: Blink e 2s Anthem of the State. But also, look at when it came out does matter that that was the thing that you know this goes back to what we were talking about before about artists taking over passing the torch and everything we're i don't even know if we made that onto the podcast or this was pre-conversation like this was pre-podcast conversation about passing the torch from one genre to the next no 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 no. i
0: don't see that at all blink 182 was good in their own right but green day when they put out like dookie it was uh, the lyrics and the, and the chord progressions, while they still might be like a typical four-chord band, it is much more complex than Blink-182 ever was. The only time that Blink-182, I think, was ever really like technical, or I don't even want to use the word technical, but more creative, was on Adam's song, and that was it. Green Day did it a lot
1: so, more, so a lot earlier. So you're criticizing the song... But yet you're saying that you like the creativity. I'm saying it's out of place for Blink-182. That's what I'm saying. It's very out of place. That is one of my favorite Blink-182 songs, and that's why that is on there. Okay. So continuing on to that, I've had songs from Rage Against the Machine on my iPhone, but I never had People of the Sun, which is one of my favorite. And I think I also downloaded another, another one, but I... Don't see it on here. I think that was the only. Maybe that was the only one I did. Um,
0: I was actually super excited when I found my. Uh, excuse me, my Godzilla two thousand soundtrack, <laughs> because that's where uh, one of my favorite Rage Against the Machine songs is on. Um, no shelter. That is a good song. That's a really killer tune.
1: Um, what else do I got here in terms of reliving my reminiscence of? What did, I, what did I call it again? The reminiscent era of rock and roll Okay, For me mm-hmm. um, I also downloaded two by Guns N' Roses uh, Civil War Which is one of my favorites And Estranged I thought about Estranged after we did that whole music video podcast And mm-hmm. realized that was missing off of here um, I don't know how many people are familiar with, POT, with uh P.O.D. I know, okay. I know you are because of the, the San Diego Chargers song <laughs> that they did. But, again, I don't know how many people are familiar with them, how many people like them, but I downloaded the song Southtown, which I always loved. I actually love that album. That's all right. Um, I did two from Good Charlotte. Um, I did The River, and I Don't Want to Be in Love. Ugh. Again, they're, to me, it was different than what... I'm sorry. I didn't like Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. There was or was more catchy than that. But I didn't like those. Like, these two songs, it was different from what they put out. And I loved it. And then I did three from AFI. Okay. Uh, Girls Not Gray, Silver and Cold, and Death of Seasons. Which, okay. again, Fair I'm enough. like, why the fuck weren't these on there? You know, and again, it's like most of the stuff that I got, it's like... How do I say it? like it's like I know when I put all these songs on here, mm-hmm. you know, originally before I started doing stuff off of iTunes, before I started buying songs off of iTunes, I pretty much had these CDs and a lot of them I lost, <laughs> you know, so I went to I actually think I went to your house <laughs> and I pretty much took your seat, C- your, your book of CDs that you had, and I pretty much just downloaded whatever the fuck I felt like downloading. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what you And said. I know, yeah, I remember sitting in your room for like a good like five, six hours doing it, too. Um, But you're not an AFI fan. Not that big of an AFI fan. You're not that big of a POD fan. Nope. You're not a fan of Good Charlotte. Um, I actually prefer Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous over what you put. Rage Against the Machine. Like you said, you like some stuff, but not other stuff. But I managed to find. I don't remember. If, I don't remember if I found Evil Empire in your uh, in your collection or not. But either way, I must have forgot to download this. This was years ago, by the way. This was like when friggin' iPods first came out. When I had the little Shuffle, mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't see what the fuck I was playing. So again, this is like stuff that I forgot. You know and one of my favorite albums I didn't download it because it just sounded so shitty on iTunes I shouldn't say one of my favorite albums one of the albums that unless you're from this area you would probably never hear of is Time to Shine by E-Town Concrete Really? You're not going to hear that outside of this area It's garbage, that's why The, The album was great no, it wasn't. The album was great. No, it wasn't. Don't yes, waste was. your money. It was great. I wouldn't waste your money terrible. on i. I wouldn't waste your money on iTunes because on iTunes for some strange reason it sounds like shit. And don't say because it it sounded like shit as an album. You no, can't. You okay. it, it's Look, your, you're you're trying to
0: take you're trying to take a band's first album that was done in somebody's basement and try to upgrade it and it doesn't sound good. It
1: doesn't. It's not the same as if you took the album as it is straight out and said, "Boom, here it is," mm-hmm. and we're going to sell it at at Warp Tour for like seven bucks. Oof. And the members of the band are going to go. You know, hey, you want to buy this? You want to And you just take a chance on it. Oof. Dude, I took a chance on an album. Fucking love it. If I had that physical CD Totally in a heartbeat But you wouldn't hear E-Town Concrete Unless you're In this area Right You might have heard of them Probably from their album The Renaissance Where you had like one song That was played on MTV
0: Maybe After hours at 11 o'clock
1: Yeah Or on Headbangers Ball but outside of that, unless you're from Jersey, I mean, they're banned out of Elizabeth.
0: Nobody Hence, but us knows where that is.
1: That's where Pokey resides. All right. So what else besides? Oh, no, that's, that's it in terms of the right. reminiscent era of rock. All right. It's because I know you don't want me to keep going on with all the Jason Aldean songs I downloaded yeah. and the Kenny Chesney songs I downloaded. Right. Yeah. So, Actually, you know what? Go on. This has nothing to do with rock. This is, this is a country thing here oh. Sorry I was never really big on this artist Until his recent single came out And then I went back and I listened to him again And I'm like, okay, cool I could I could find another couple of songs I actually like So I was never really big on Randy Hauser I don't know what the hell that is Of course he went, you're not a country guy You're damn right I'm not But he put out his recent single called We Went We Went went you know like we went to the store we went to the party we We went went
0: to the bathroom to drop the cd in the toilet yeah
1: but but anyway name of the song is we went and first time i heard i'm like wow this song is awesome and then i heard it was randy hauser i'm like randy hauser shit i never liked randy hauser i actually like this song and i turned around i actually went back and not that i downloaded any of them because i i downloaded that one but i went back and i like looked them up on youtube and i'm like Shit, that song's actually kind of catchy. Okay, I really don't like that song, but I like that song. Like it, it's amazing how you how you find that one song. I think we've talked about this in the past, mm-hmm. where you hear a song, you don't know who did, then you find out who did it, and you're like, wow, I never gave them a fair chance. Right, and that's how it was with Randy Houser. So that's that's my little my little spiel on that. All right, so we're gonna wrap this one up. I've got. Oh, couple, oh, oh, I got a couple more. Oh, spoiler alert.
0: The co- the curveball is coming. It's coming. It's coming. All right. So I'm just going to mention a couple albums that I've been listening to. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into any great detail, but um Newfound Glory, Resurrection. Don't roll your eyes at me. All right. Mr. I Don't Want to Try Anything New. This is actually really good. I would put this as probably their second best album. It is really good from start to finish, and um, they actually do a song called "Vicious Love" with the girl from Paramore. It's it's a really good album. I enjoy this one. I've been actually I got into a lot of pop punk recently, and uh, to find that New Found Glory put out a, a good album in 2014. I wasn't big on them for a while because they were kind of like eh, <laughs> whiny. But, no, they weren't whiny. It was just they, they were whiny. The, the albums were subpar, but this one's actually really good. I enjoy that one. Whiny. Um, The Muse. Their new one, Drones. Oh, The Muse is great. They won uh, a Grammy for the new album and, um, it's actually, in my opinion, their version of The Wall.
1: No, I I actually, The Muse I like. See, The Muse is just like The Foo Fighters. One of those few bands that are out there in rock that I get sit there and say, yeah, I'll listen to them. Yeah, that was a
0: really good one. Um, I enjoy that one immensely to say the least. Um, I'm going to say another one. I don't know if I mentioned this in other podcasts, but I've still been listening to it and going back over the uh, the album and just listening to like track after track. And every time I hear it and it comes up on like shuffle, it's it's just such a breath of fresh air. It's um, the Pretty Reckless, their album Going to Hell. Really good. A lot of songs like, um, where is it? House on a Hill. Um, Why'd You Bring a Shotgun to the Party? Um, Heaven knows is really good. I mean, that's kind of reminiscent of that of Southtown. Mm-hmm. Just really good stuff. Now we're gonna get into the good stuff. We're gonna get into. Here's the curveball. Nope, the final two things that I've been listening it's the to. Final countdown. Burritos done. <laughs> All right. So one of the biggest surprises of. This year, I believe. I want to make sure that I'm quoting this correctly. One of the biggest surprises of, no, at the end of last
1: year. Okay, so wait, the end of last year being 2015. 15. Okay, because yeah. so. it's 2016. Well, I just wanted to last make sure. Year I, I, you know, be what? 2015. I just had to make sure here. That okay. that's all.
0: So they this band didn't put out an album for over five years and didn't tell anybody that they were recording a new album. They even hid it from their families. They didn't want anybody knowing about this thing. So it came out and it was like, wait, 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 you're back and you've got new music and you're going on tour. All right, this better be good. And it was, and I like the album their new cover that they put out because they normally do like one cover per album and uh, it is one of the most unexpected amazing things that I've heard in recent memory Disturbs brand new album Immortalized that was actually pretty good the sound of
1: silence if you have not heard this that or seen the video really good it is so good no I remember hearing that and I was just I was blown away so yes I agree uh, I, that That's not a curveball to me. It was a no. curveball that they put out new music. No, that's not the curveball. That But that caught everybody off guard that, that they put was, out new music. Right. They came out because I remember like I was
0: kicking around on Blabbermouth and you heard rumors of it. You there, saw no, rumors. there was no rumors. It was nothing. They came out and said, oh, hey, here's a new music video and we have a new album coming out. Enjoy it. And like three, four weeks later you have a new album. So that was a very big surprise. But yep. really, really well done if you haven't heard that one. Now, it is time for the curveball. Drumroll, please. Back in 2013, the album came out and I could give a shit less about it then. <laughs> I get in these, these tangents every now and again where I want to find something new and something different to listen to. So I'll... And this is going to get into our little bit of extra content on how we listen to music. So for me, what I like to do is I like to do what I call six degrees of separation. I'll go on iTunes and I'll pick something that I like, and then I'll look at what other people bought and I'll click on something that looks interesting. And then I'll keep going and keep going and keep going until either uh, a, I get bored or B I find something I really like. This one actually happened to come up in one of those random searches that I was doing. Other bands that I found while doing this, I've mentioned on previous podcasts, was like Riverside. hmm Amazing. And by the way, their guitarist just died. He was only 40 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is a shit year for musicians. It really is. So if you play any sort of instrument like I do, um, take care of yourself this year. You but, taking your vitamins? Of course I am.
1: Every day. Flintstones. Oh, dude. They're the best. The chewables. 10 million strong and growing. But um the sad thing is, I think now that now they they only come in like gummies, which kind of sucks. Eh. All right. It's so not the same.
0: Back to the music. So in one random search, I don't know how I came upon this, but I came up, I came upon it and I was like, how does this link to anything? Because I know the name of the group and I've been avoiding it because, you know, it won Grammys. And it won Grammys for songs that you know and you've heard all over. And it's like, I, I don't well, I don't want to listen to this. But then I'm a computer guy and they have a name of a song called Motherboard. And I was like, all right, what's this all about? So I clicked on it and it's just a very mellow, chill track. And I was like, OK, this isn't bad. So let's go back and let's not listen to the the two really big songs that um you know that were played all over and I was like all right I can get into this. And then I got into it a little bit more, a little bit more. I was like shit, this is really good. And I can see why they won Record of the Year in 2013 for this one. It was really good and I was very surprised.
1: See, that's the problem with the Grammys. The problem with the Grammys and all these awards and everything is that they base it off the single. Right. And I didn't like that. You don't, you as a person, like, oh, cool, they won Grammy of the Year for, for best, best album, but you only know that one single. Right. Because that's all you hear. But there's, there's as you so said, many... now you when you listen to the whole album, I don't even know who the fuck you're talking about, but go on.
0: So, yeah, just listening to the first couple tracks, it's like, damn, they took some time. Like, there's a lot of funk guitar in this thing. There's real instruments in this thing. You know, granted, they are, uh, let's just say, more on the electronic side of things. But shit, it is still really good. I I, I can't believe that they put out something like this. And Here comes the curveball. It is... Random Access Memories from Daft Punk. Wow.
1: Yeah, that is a curveball. So That's a huge curveball for you.
0: Yep. Now, there's actually one track that kind of threw me off completely on this whole thing. You know, I got into the first two songs. Um, first one's called Give Life Back to Music. Second one is Game of Love. Third track. It's Giorgio by by Moroder, Giorgio by Moroder, something like that. But what threw me off by this is, most like, the first, it's a nine minute track. The first three or so minutes of the track are... And that's why you don't hear it on the radio. Well, no, 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 no. Not because of that. The first, like, three minutes of the song is a commentary over music. But the story that it tells to go along with it It actually, I don't know if it's one of the two guys that are in the band um, that are talking about it, but it's this guy who essentially he wanted to be a musician and, you know, school never really interested him. So he got, he tried to put himself out there and try to become a musician. And then he talks about an album that he wanted to make that has all the sounds of like the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. And, you know, when he was talking about this, it was the 80s. And he wanted to create the sound of the future, which was the synthesizer. So it was just very interesting to hear this perspective over some of the music, but then also to see the track kind of evolve along with the commentary. I can see why its album, it was either record or album of the year. I don't even know the fucking difference, but it was just such uh, yeah, that is a good. Such, what is the difference? I don't know, but this you know is such is? a big, a big thing for me because the the whole album. If you take out those other two songs that they played everywhere, the honestly the album would be much better. I think the two tracks that they put in there were just to get the album recognition, because Pharrell was on them.
1: I think I know what the difference between album of the year and record of the year is. Go on. One's first place, one second place.
0: I don't see how that's...
1: Well, you, you, you know... Both,
0: that's like both of you getting participation awards.
1: That's pretty much what it is. Somebody got the big one. And okay, yeah, you participated. You're good. But we'll give you an award. That's the, that's the you finish second. What kills me,
0: though, is with the Pharrell tracks, he is the only like human vocal on this thing. Because in like the Game of Love and doing it right... Both of those tracks have very, I don't even know if it's auto-tuned, but they make it very apparent this is not a human voice. It's not somebody who's trying to sing on key and they're pitching them back in key. They want this to sound like a computer. And it's so well done.
1: Hence, Ram.
0: Yeah, you could say that, but it's just such a great album, in my opinion, and i Like, the reaction that you had says it all. I don't normally listen to this. Like, I remember, like, back when I was still trying to figure out what I liked in music, I, you know, I liked One More Time. And it was a cool music video. Come on. It was the freaking, like, out of Japan anime. (sighs) You liked that shit, too. Come on.
1: No. But. No. I. I'll admit, back in the day, I mean, I didn't like that song, but. I remember back in the day, I was always big on the gorillas. Same, almost the same. That's what right? I'm saying. So that's why, like, again, yeah, I'm shaking. I'm shaking my head at, at one more time. But again, credit where credit's due. I was a huge fan of the gorillas, and I still, I still like the gorillas because I like their approach. I like where they went with this, but that's besides the point.
0: Um, just, just thinking. You know, if I didn't do what I normally do and sit on iTunes and just flip through different things that I enjoy and get to, you know, something I would never find on my own. I would have never given this a second shot, you know, or even a shot period. But, um, you know, that, that's one of the, the really interesting ways that I find new music. It's just through taking a little bit of time, scrolling through iTunes and finding stuff that I'd never find.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So what do you do that's different?
1: So, see, for me, it's hard. It's, it's actually very, very hard. And, and I'll explain why. Because my office consists of something that's on four wheels. And I'm driving around place to place and going in stop to stop and spending hours in a stop. So pretty much mainly for me, I get stuck with radio. And a lot of what I listen to, I love the country. You know, like I said, I love country music. That's the one thing I could always listen to. You know, the sometimes I'm driving in my car and I just got, I shouldn't even say car, my van. That's how custom I've gotten. When I'm driving in the van, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, let me see what else is on. You know, because commercials come on. I hate commercials. So, you know, I'll go to, to like the the pop with some 90s and 80s mix in there. Um you know, 95.5 PLJ I'll go to that. And there'll be like one or two songs like because of that station, I really got into a song by uh L. King called X's and O's. Bull. I actually love the song. I love the 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 fuzz effect that they have on the guitar. I I really dig the song. I know what you're saying. Bull. You know. But, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll go to like what used to be the oldies station, but now Oldies is like friggin' 80s. anything from the seventies. Seventies and eighties, yeah. Yeah. So I listen to that every once in a while. And then 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 there's a guilty pleasure for me. On like the nights where I'm out late, like past eight o'clock. Nickelback. No. <laughs> I've never heard nickelback come on. But I listen to like the light music station to listen to Delilah. Oh. I love Delilah.
0: Are you, are you, are you like a middle-aged woman who goes to- Did I tell uh, you, I to used go, to sit- You go to like the, the freaking, uh the 30-minute the dating
1: things. No. I Speed used dating, to, there we no, go. No, I'm married now. I used to sit in a does, hot- Does she know that you're a middle-aged woman who goes to speed dating? I remember when I lived down the shore in Forked River, had a hot tub- I would go onto the hot tub. Hot tub had a radio in it. It was banging. I would go out to the hot tub, scotch on the rocks in my hand, get in the hot tub, put on Delilah, enjoy the night.
0: With his cigarette in his hand. <laughs> I, but but anyway, Honey, I need some more Kahlua. This white Russian
1: ain't feeling itself. <laughs> anyway, but again, like I said... And then I go to the classic rock station and like what's supposed to be like the rock station of the area. And it's the same shit. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm listening to dc Oh, look, there's a different AC/DC song. Same time. Oh, look, they're both playing the same Boston song. Oh, wait, you have something new. And okay, you have Led Zeppelin who I've heard the same fucking four songs on this station. But you don't like Led Zeppelin. Because of that. Because you're wrong. Because of that. I'm sorry, when you have an hour dedicated to Led Zeppelin from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock at night, and then at 7.30 at night you play Led Zeppelin, I'm sorry. I can't. I just fucking can't. Alright, so how is this winding
0: up to you discovering music? So,
1: the way I discover new music, pretty much, is just by flipping through channels. Um, Sometimes I'll go on to... You know when I'm when I'm at a stop and I can't stand the music that they're playing because they have like the dance music station on like 103.5, which plays like friggin' nonstop dance music. Okay, for those people who don't live in this area, yeah. Sorry, I, I I have to you know. So they play like nonstop dance music. I'll put on my put on my phone and I'll open up Pandora and I'll listen to stuff on Pandora. Um, you know, most of it throughout the day. I listen to, like, sports radio. I'm, like, hooked on sports radio. Um, So that's really about it. You know, like, the only thing that gives me that outlet for new music is probably Pandora. Unless I'm doing, like, for those of you who don't know Pokey, Pokey does air conditioning and refrigeration. So those times where I'm spending, like, four or five hours doing a compressor or something like that, that's when I put on Pandora and listen to Frank Sinatra. It just relaxes me. So the only outlet I have for new music really is Pandora and channel surfing.
0: Well, how do you when you put Pandora on what do you actually put on as your station preference that it builds it on?
1: Um I do either I remember the first time I ever did Pandora the first time I set up a Pandora account is when I start when I thought that there was still relevancy in rock music. And I was really into Life of Agony, and back then you would set up Pandora because you would pick once like one artist, one song, and then it would build off of there like other artists who are similar and stuff like that.
0: And it still does that, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, no, now you can actually choose like stations that go to that band. That band, you know, now every artist has their own station. Well,
0: I'm not going to get into the semantics of Pandora, but if you type in the name of a band, it'll build the station around the band, not just a song. And then it'll be your, you know, life of agony channel.
1: Yeah. So, so back then, you know, that's how I discovered new rock music. Being into country music now, on Pandora again, I picked out, picked out artists. You know, like I'm really big on Jason Aldean, and picked that, and then it just built off of there. All these country songs, and again, that's how I discover new stuff there. But now that I want something besides that, like I said, when I'm doing like a four or five hour compressor job, I did a a station based off of Frank Sinatra. And given there's no new music coming out from like Frank Sinatra or or anybody like you know Dean Martin or any of that stuff, but there's songs I never heard before. So for me, it's like, oh wow, I never knew that song. Well, that's also the beauty of this is that. You
0: find music that you, it's new to you. It's not just new. It's like, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you first and foremost that any band that I discover and they're, they've been around for a while, I just haven't ever heard of them, but they've got five albums in their back catalog. I now have five more albums to go listen to. So I don't care if it's brand new. It's just new to me. Yeah. And that makes it more enjoyable.
1: You know, it's like. For me, it's not that I've never heard of Frank Sinatra. It's not that I've ever never heard of Dean Martin. It's not that I've never heard of, you know, that stuff. But it's just I never heard that song. Oh, cool. Let me. That that's actually a cool song. Yeah, I like that song. And that's how I discover new stuff. I mean, outside of Pandora and outside of Channel surfing on radio. I mean, I'd say majority of the day. Let me think. Ten, I'd say at least six hours of the day, five, six hours of the day, I listen to sports radio. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where I kind of draw my uh, my pokiness from when it comes to recording these podcasts. But, um, you know, it's, that's it for me. I don't have the luxury of being able to sit in an office or, or sit at a desk someplace or just sit at, at home and just go through...
0: Well, that's also the beauty of, you know, some things like Spotify because Spotify, if you have an unlimited data plan, you could just go on Spotify and literally it's every song that Spotify carries you can listen to. So there's ways on there that they do radio stations. So you've got plenty of options there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Pandora, if you can hook it up to your van, I don't know what the hell your van has in it, but you know, radio, Radio
1: radio with a tape deck that doesn't work. And heat that doesn't work. Do you have a cigarette lighter that works? <laughs> no.
0: Of, it get, does not. <laughs> you should go get one of those old school tuners that tune to your radio.
1: But you Actually know, exciting news. Probably within like the next month, month and a half, my boss told me I'm getting a new van.
0: Which is going to be probably from sometime last decade. Yeah. <laughs> but just to uh to wrap this up, I mean one of the th- one of the things that You know, if you haven't taken the time to do it in a while, go and explore. If that's one of the things that I can extend out is that you need to go explore for music. Because, let's face it, unless you have a really killer radio station or a really killer live scene in your area, you're not going to be able to find very many new things with that exploration. And iTunes, it is a great outlet. And I, like I said, I do it all the time. And I can't stress enough... That if you find something that you like, go see what other people actually bought, and then to say, go, go from there.
1: I'd say two things. You mentioned like live live scene and stuff like that. There have been times where I might not know the new music that the band has put out, but I'm a fan of the band, so I'll go see them. Like for instance, Dropkick Murphys. Mm-hmm. You know, I had no idea they put out a new album, but went to the show and holy shit, wow! They put out new music. I like the new music. This is cool. This is catchy. I like it. Don't hear them on the radio here, but again, like you said, maybe in other areas. Right, and but you also hit on iTunes. I know the new thing with iTunes is like iTunes Radio or something like that.
0: Uh, You know what? Anything that's that they put out that's kind of like that. You know, they had the social media music service that was garbage. I hated that. Yeah. This new radio thing that they have, I tried it for a little bit. I didn't
1: like it either. There's not. Well, even, my, my wife subscribed to it, and I don't she like it. she likes it because if she hears a song she likes, she can just look it up, and she could hear that song as much as she wants or other stuff similar. Like she actually digs the the iTunes radio.
0: I mean, the reason why I like Spotify so much is because with Spotify, you go on there, and you can search for albums, you can search for
1: playlists,
0: playlists that people have put together. It's a it's a community thing. But yes. it's also out by, it's out by the company. So the company puts together their own playlists and things like that. And then you can, to, you could go to radio stations and the radio stations can play and it's, you know, kind of cater to what you want. Like I'll listen to nineties rock nineties, alternative Well, that's the like other that.
1: thing too, because again, you know, the wife and, you know, Dorothy and I, we only, I mean, we both like country. We both like nineties. So it's like one of those things where we could put on Spotify anytime we take a road trip or something like that. And we could always go to like 90s hits or 90s alternative, you know, because that's stuff that we like. And it's funny, like I said, when I channel surf and I listen to like that pop slash 90s slash 80s station, you know, PLJ, you know, 95 Mm -hmm. hot, when I sit there and I listen to that, it's like. I'll hear songs that in the nineties I would have never listened to. I would have turned the radio off right away. Right. Stuff by NSYNC and back. And I'm like sitting there like, fuck, I'm going to start singing along. I I would like one of these days, I'm just going to like put my, put my phone on the dash and just record it.
0: (laughs) But you know, that's like I said, that's one of the great things about, you know, like Spotify. and, And even if you do like iTunes radio, you know, I don't like it because there's an agenda for you to buy something. Spotify, there's no agenda to buy anything unless you want to not listen to ads. But uh, it, it's just really great to to take that level of what you know and expand it out. Because so, maybe you, know, you will find something that, like you were saying, you, you haven't listened to in years or you would never normally listen to. But now that you're older and quote-unquote wiser... You know, you'll go back and you'll listen to it. Now.
1: I don't know if you'd call it. A lot. It's just one of those things where, like I said, channel surfing. I would have, I would have turned NSYNC sync off in a heartbeat. Right, and now you'll listen to it, and now I'll listen to it, and I also look at it and say, yeah, okay, this makes sense. And honestly, look at where, look at where some of the members have ended up. Like look where Justin Timberlake ended up. Right, but credit due to Michael Jackson. That's a whole nother story. That is,
0: but you know that's. That's pretty much, you know, everything that I can, I can think of on how I find my new music because it is a big thing. A lot of people do ask. Let's, let's put this up.
1: How do you out there in podcast land find your new music? Why don't you hit us back with that? Sounds like a plan. I think so. I think you guys could, could message us. I've given up on Twitter. I'm sorry. I don't know about you. Meh. You guys can message us on our Facebook page, leave feedback on our Facebook page, leave feet. Can they message us on the website? Yeah. I think there's an email thing up there. You can email us. Yeah, that's right. You know what? I haven't gotten hate mail in a while. It's so weird.
0: So you're going to give out the addresses of where people should go to or not you do that guess? while
1: I, no, why don't you do that while I sit here and ponder why I haven't oh, gotten hate course. mail. Of course. Of course.
0: So Facebook.com forward slash they go to eleven just to spell it all out. They go to eleven at yahoo.com, the official email address. So if you want to head on over to the the website, it's uh they go to eleven dot um dot blog was it no, not blogspot? Fuck, it's been forever since I've gone there. They go to eleven. Yeah, there it is. com. Blogspot was where I did my other blog. God, that was so You remember long when ago. we did blogs? I did a music video blog. It was so long ago though. But anyway. So yeah. so let's get the exact websites. Yeah. It's so they go to 11.wordpress.com. Thank you. And uh yeah, you know, just make sure that you email us and you know, we, we love feedback. So if you found something new, let us know. Maybe we'll I find love something hate new. mail. I love it. I live for it. I know you do. But yeah, just make sure that, you know, if you found something new. You let us know what it is. Maybe we'll find something new off of what you found, and there you go. There's just another way of finding new music.
1: Yep. But anyway, where they go to 11, I'm Matt. And I am... Oh, wait, wait. I am... I hired a joke writer, Pokey. You tried that joke
0: earlier, and it didn't work. No, I actually have a joke writer. That's great, but you mentioned it earlier.
1: I know. And it still didn't work. Well, let me ask you a question. I hope you're not paying them. Let me ask you a question. What do you call a computer that says hello from the other side?
0: That is the shittiest joke ever. What bad fucking dad website did you get that from?
1: Well, you didn't answer my question.
0: Adele. There you go.
1: That is bad. Wait, wait, wait. But here's the coup de gras. Here's the coup de gras the of them all. What concert costs 45 cents? One that you paid 50 cents for and got a nickel back. A 50 cent concert with nickel back. I was extremely close. That, that was, but, you, but you, you said that you pay 50 cents for, you forgot the artist, 50 cent. You see, look at that. Look at that. You went to baddadjokes.com.
0: That's no, what I did was. not. Anyway, where they go to 11, turn it up. We'll talk to you next time. Later. Later.